Welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, where today will be part one of our discussion on the speed of masonry. Ladies and gentlemen, brethren all, welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, a casual conversation around Freemasonry. First, it's important to note that our thoughts and opinions are our own and do not reflect those of our Grand Lodge or respective craft or concordant bodies. Please connect with us and ask questions via our website at theworkingtoolspodcast.com. Hi, I'm Matthew Apple. I'm a Freemason here in the Grand Lodge of Washington, along with very worshipful brother David Colbeth, who's also a Mason here in Washington. And we have our brothers to the north, uh, worshipful brothers Jared Dunham and Stephen Chung, uh, up in the Grand Lodge of British Columbia and Yukon. Um, welcome, guys. It's good to see you again. Uh, so today we sort of are going to do a little this series of discussions on the speed of masonry, both when things go too fast sometimes and sometimes when things go too slow. So we're going to sort of start off with a discussion of the degrees and how fast they go and sort of what the um, process is there. And sometimes when they go too little too fast or too slow, as I just said. So um, I know, Jared, you had sort of started this conversation in our, our little chat group. So do you do you have thoughts? <laughs> yes. No. Uh, well, yeah, as I in, in the chat group, I'm trying to... For de degrees are always an interesting thing to me because I always feel um, that we push candidates through the degrees way too fast. That um, I'm of the opinion that from the day they put in their petition to the day they take their master masons oath should be somewhere around 18 months. Now, why do you think years. that? Because I think the problem, my problem, my problem, it well. For most most people, the there's like not just and, and because we belong to an ancient lodge, there's a little bit of memory work that's required when you go for when you're doing your prove up. But there's also things like getting used to going to like getting getting in the habit of going to lodge, getting used to what happens when you're at lodge, and experiencing lodge itself and each degree has things in them that if you rush them do the do the first then a month later you do the second and then a month later you do the third they miss some of the stuff that can happen in lodge when you have to open a lodge when there's people there of a lower degree um, oh you, you but that's assuming that the lodges will open in the degree of the lowest person there um, however, what tends to happen more often than not is they open in the master Mason's degree and lower it to whatever degree it needs to be at for, to accommodate that person. Right. And by doing that, they're robbing that person of an experience. True. And proving and, themselves not prepared to do that work. Right. And the thing is that my biggest, okay. When we join Freemasonry, the first thing someone says to us is, Freemasonry <clears throat> is a lifelong commitment. And then we try and get them through it as fast as possible. Because, you know, God help us if they decide that maybe they don't like us or something. And it always bugs me that if, if you're going to spend your entire life in Freemasonry and, and learning from Freemasonry, then why are we rushing them 
to their third degree when there are things that they can experience on the way there? Well, in our lodge, we try to do uh, put the guys through the degrees as they're ready. We would like them to, you know, I mean, we, we have that limit of uh, one year in between degrees. Um, I think Grand Lodge wants to see them uh, progress at least one stage in the year, something like that. Um, but like in my, in my case, uh, I was initiated in uh, October, raised in November, or passed in, in November and raised in December, right? But I was a capable um, demolay and, and, and memory work came easy to me. And I was able to do the prove up within that four week period, right? Not but a lot not of people just, can. But it's not just memory work. No, oh, it's, it's not just memory work. You're right. There, there is other things that we could learn. But really, what are those things? The opening is the only thing that's different, right? And some guys get to experience it and some don't. But I think that that has a lot more to do with the um, speed in which a guy prepares himself to advance as well. Right. Some guys can do it bang, every uh, in 30 days. Some guys take, you know, nine months. So, Steve, what about what about this infamous Grand Lodge of British Columbia mentorship program that is extensive and in depth <clears throat> and that every every candidate, every every member gets to go through? Every member gets to go through it. But if they but did you do that uh, between each of those months when you were brand new DMLA? Not me. No. They didn't have this program back then. Way back then, they didn't have this mentorship program, right? That only came in in 2012 after I was a worshipful master, right? Um, so I think that's isn't that kind of the point though too? Is that masonry changes over the time, and in you know what 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 happened years ago that caused masonry to accelerate, especially degrees and the the track of becoming a mason. What caused that? Any idea? Well, um, I've got I'm an not idea. really. I'm not really sure, but I think it had a lot to do with Scottish Rite uh, and and the York Rite, um, and actually a lot also to do with Shriners, um, because in the Scottish Rite they can have one of those weekends where you go from four to 32 all in a weekend, smoosh it all together, right? And expect you, and then they give you the rank of a 32nd degree Mason, but you, you know, so your chances- Scottish right process influenced the Blue Lodge process? Yes, that's what I think. Because then guys said, well, you know, um, how can we expedite the process so that I can become uh, uh, Scottish right or Scottish how Scottish has been around since the inception, right? And and Blue Lodge has been around since. So we, we, do we think? Well, I mean, not inception, but hundred years or more has been around a long time. One hundred years, Scottish. One, well, Scottish Scottish right as we know it now is a product of the late nineteenth century. Sure, the development of masonry in, in the United States, and so, or yeah, really, ultimately, United States. So. <laughs> 
So, but still over the hundred years, do we think that a hundred years ago or even 50, 60 years ago that the speed of Scottish Rite is what changed the speed of degree advancement? Yeah, I would agree that probably in the last 20 or 30 years that degrees haven't been exemplified in Scottish Rite like they probably should. And same thing with Blue Lodge in some case, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I'm not, well, I, I, I'm not, I'm not. Don't know if I'd agree with that. I, yeah, I would. I would argue that the problem, the difference is that people are essentially, as we've shrunk, we've gotten hungry for people to fill chairs. Is my opinion the, which is going to be part two of our discussion, by the way. So if we if we get too far afield, we'll nice we'll get nice there. Nice plug, Matt. <laughs> uh, but it's it's the the I call it the warm bodies problem. You we need someone to sit in the chair and you know, hey, we've got a we've got new gut blood. So we, we try and get them through the degrees as fast as possible. Can well, yeah, because, can. because they can't be an officer of the lodge in, unless they're a master mason. Um, so and that proficient. could also be another reason why. And proficient, you can, a, right? you can be a steward. Well, not in Washington. Yeah. In Washington, BC. Can't be an installed officer without being proficient. You can be, you can be a steward in BC really? without being a master mason. Hmm. Interesting. I'll mark that one down for the next. But yeah, I agree. Because I, agree, it, I agree with Matthew. I think I think the reason that we started pushing people through to get to get to their master mate, their <clears> third degree, master mason, third degree, whatever, um, was because we needed warm bodies in the chairs, and we, you know, get them in, get them, get them initiate them in, get them mem get their membership, and get them going through the chairs because dear God, this lodge needs it. So I, I feel like. I, go ahead, Matt. Oh, I was just going to say, I feel like we, we sort of skipped over one of the, we got right into the meat of the discussion here and sort of skipped over a bit of the basics. So at least here in Washington, um, in order you, you get it, you get balloted in to become a member of the lodge, you go through your, your first degree ceremony, and then you have to prove your proficiency in the first degree. You, you um, pass to the second degree of masonry, you have to prove your proficiency there. And then you get raised to a, the third degree, this uh, master mason. And then again, here in Washington, you have to prove your proficiency in order to become an officer of the lodge. So that process, I personally have seen it done in as fast as a summer. There was a guy I know who was balloted in in June, took all three degrees over the summer, never sat in a lodge as a Mason, except at his degrees. And then by, by September, when we met again, after going dark, he was a master Mason. Wow. Um, I know for me personally, it took... A, through my masturbation proficiency took over a year. It, might, it was a little less than a year, I think, for my third degree. But, um, but I was also frustratingly slow for my, my mentor. But uh, so anyway, that's the, the basic process of what we're talking about here. And like we were just saying, some of the lodges crank people through a lot faster than others. So I apologize for sidelining the discussion there. But just as an exclamation point on the end of that, technically our code, I'm not sure if it's different in BC, but our code doesn't require you to get your third degree proficiency. Only if you want to become an officer, which I think should not be the standard. I don't know how it's like the, it's like the pa, the, the comma in our standard work. Is there a comma? Is there not a comma? Do you pause? Do you not pause? It, why is there a, a, a disconnect between we get first degree, you get your proficiency, second degree, you do your proficiency. Why did we say you don't just automatically do your proficiency after the third degree? Maybe that's a whole nother topic, but I, I think I know the answer to that actually. <laughs> I think it was because the originally you had to do that, do, do your proficiency after the third degree before you were a full member and you got to vote and had to pay dues. And so I, there were some people who would go through the three degrees, not prove their proficiency, but they're still a master Mason. 
but they could not, they did not have to uh, pay their dues and that sort of stuff yet. Oh, that's my understanding. But anyway, sorry, we've gotten horribly off topic and it's my fault. I apologize. I don't know about that. No, I don't, I don't know about that. The, the, um, the pushing for getting the chairs. Yeah. It happens a lot. Right. Um, see in BC, we're not allowed to do the, any work, um, any business unless we're in the master Mason degree. Mm-hmm. Any degree. It says so in the constitution. You can do business under any degree. I think Steve. I've read it. I thought he was frozen. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) All you have to, any degree, at least, yeah, any degree. Where's Trevor when you need him? Yeah, yeah, where's Trevor? Well, we'll have to look, we'll have to look that up. Um, But, you know, before, back in my day, when I went through, you, uh, you didn't, you, you came to Lodge, got your degree, and then you didn't come back to lodge until it was your second degree uh, night because you would come to lodge and you would get you'd have to sit on the outside of the lodge, wait for them to do all their business, get to the good of the order, right? Bring you in, right? Like you drop the lodge down, bring you in, and then you're there for the good of the craft, and then you're out. Jared, you right? know, is that is that a new? provision in your code at all that the degree now it, it, Washington we used to be I don't know when it happened Matt you might know but at some point we were similar and then at yeah. some point I think it was might have been the 80s I'm probably way off but at some point our code was changed to allow working business to be conducted on any degree as well so in the past it was and it changed um, so so and- they allowed they allowed uh, they uh, they changed that for us like like they, they did that so that they said business could be done uh, yeah, do you know when, when your code changed? Any idea when your code may have changed? Oh. I didn't. Well, okay. I came back. I came back hardcore back in 2013, like reading the reading our constitution and everything. So it's at least since 2013. Okay. I can remember having this discussion in the lodge. And I would imagine there's some stall. If it was a somewhat recent change, that maybe some of the stalwarts would say, "No, we're still going to do open on the third degree. I don't care if there's anyone no. else waiting out there." <laughs> I think. Yeah, well, I think well, came, the, go ahead. Well, I'm gonna say I think it came into effect because of because I, I had the same experience with like as I was raised in I was I was initiated in '95 in my dad's lodge, and I was the same experience as Stephen in that until you were a full blown master mason, you didn't know what went on in a lodge because they only did business in the master mason degree, yeah. and I have a feeling they changed that because it's it's not a pleasant experience like it, it's not yeah. an enjoyable experience to be constantly excluded from the lodge when they want you you know i mean theoretically they want you there yeah so yeah. i have a feeling they changed it so that it, you could have you know entered apprentices and um yeah. it, was, it was to encourage the participation yeah. of the eas and fellow crafts yeah. right um because you, they, they were losing them yeah. right um, simply because, well, they, they wanted to be part of something, but they were still feeling quite excluded. And, and if the process dragged on too long, um, they hadn't, they'd lose interest and not progress. 
I can right. only imagine the, the disappointment of somebody waiting through their year or, you know, the, the period as a, an apprentice and a fellow craft, finally getting to go to their first meeting as a master Mason. And the discussion is, you know, well, should we paint it beige or taupe? You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. I can remember my first, my first uh, meeting as a master Mason going in and thinking, <clears throat> this is what I waited for. Cause you know, it was, you know, not particularly interesting. I didn't get to, and I can't, I'm trying to remember how long it was before I actually, actually got to sit through a master Mason degree on the sidelines and watch it. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, this is why I, I feel that drag out the process and have them come and sit in lodge and do things, especially if ideally what would be really great is if you've got multiple candidates and you can put them through one at a time and have them come back for the next, for the degree of someone being put through the degree they just went through, yes. so that they can experience on the on the outside what they had happened. So right. we, I think we've all agreed that things move too fast a lot of the time. Maybe not always, but I mean, there are lodges out there that are there. I know one lodge around here that does. You know, you have to do a paper before you can achieve your next degree and that sort of stuff. So, I guess my question is, what's the what do we think an appropriate time frame is? I mean, given that everyone's different and every lodge is different and blah, blah, blah. If you had to, you know, whatever, throw out a time there that that you think is appropriate and should there be any other, any other uh, bail bailiwicks? That's not the right word. Wickets, any other wickets to go through on your way there? Well, we've analyzed that since putting in the uh, mentorship program, um, we've tried... What, we, what we've learned, I mean, we tried to do a lot of things, but what we learned was that now, yes, they can come to everything, which is great, so we can encourage the participation. So we got, we got past that, that need to um, r rush them through. So now we're, we're putting them through more at their pace. The problem that we run into in doing it at their pace is that some of them will never advance because uh, they just never get to it. So now we've, we've um, revamped that thought that because Grand Lodge would like to see them progress at least once in the year, we've given them that one, we said one year maximum, right? So in between degrees. So if, if a guy is good at the memory work and does it rather quickly, then we'll progress him as soon as he's ready to go, right? Um, if we've put three guys through on a degree and only one is ready to go through, then we'll put that guy through and we'll try and get the other two ready because they, they have to prove proficient first. We're just not going to put them through if they don't, right? And, um, uh, so yeah. As part, so as, as part of your mentorship program, do you not have activities visiting lodges seeing degrees doing going to events things like that yep oh yeah and we, and we get them active right and um but some of them <clears throat> i guess um I, I don't know why they don't have the same drive to get the work done right uh maybe maybe we're now letting them participate too much and they don't need to uh, because they can go to uh, an installation. They can go to all these other things, right? So, you know. I, 
so in our it's it's not going to be called the New Canada Education anymore. It's now codified as the Masonic Development Program. However, the Masonic Development Program is actually not a replacement of the New Canada Education in our code. It's uh, we're going to be calling it proficiency, proficiency one, two, and three, which is what they're called anyway, or or an alternate proficiency in some cases. And so, as part of that, there's actually a mentor's guide in that book that people don't even realize is there have never been taught how to use it. And there's a checklist in there that it recommends strongly that this new, I think you were alluding to it earlier, Jared, that a guy should go to two or three entered apprentice lodges and see how they open and close and see one or two or three degrees and see how, see that from, uh, from the sideline process, same thing for a second degree and third degree, get to know the officers, get to know the other members and visit lodges and do some of these activities beyond just the proficiency process. So I I think that there's a piece that we're missing in that just because they can memorize something and be proficient, what does proficient really mean? I think it's not just memorizing the words. I think it's doing, you know, in our proficiency process, there's going to be a a pseudo test of sorts, just questions and answers to make them study and learn and think about what they're going through and what they're doing. But also it's the process, like you alluded to Steve, that, are they going to go out? Are they really going to be a Mason? Are they really going to work in the quarry? Meaning are they going to go visit lodges and see what the degrees like and learn uh, a portion of the degree work so they can participate in the degrees, even as an apprentice, are they going to, you know, participate in lodge? Are they going to take on or apprentice under somebody to take on a portion of law of the lodge business, like uh, social nights. I've got a new guy that just came in. I was mentioning about adding on another day for our social. And he said, yeah, I'd like to do that. And he's a brand new happens to be fellow craft, but he's waited 18 months to become fellow craft because of COVID. But uh, so I, I think there's pieces that entered apprentice and fellow craft and, and even master masons, they should be kind of required to do or be part of plug into the lodge and be part of the lodge and not just proficiency if, proficiency. Yeah. I can memorize something and move on. Well, and that's the thing. Well, the main yeah, Part of, proficiency is one thing, but it's only one thing. Yes, and that's the that's the whole. I, I agree with you. That's the whole idea of why I think there should be more time between degrees. Because if you have time between getting your degree and doing your proficiency and getting the next degree, you have time to come to lodge and have the opportunity to volunteer for something. Or the one the one that always the one that always I find interesting is the new master masons that come to lodge and have the faintest idea of what they're supposed to do in lodge. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you need to, and that knowing what to do in lodge comes from going to lodge. I can tell someone all the right things, right moves, the right things that you're supposed to do. But unless you get the opportunity to experience people doing them in lodge, you really don't know what you're supposed to do. And so you alluded to an 18 month track, right? Was that basically six months for each degree? Is that kind of the thought there or? Sure. Why not? Okay. I, I'm, I'm not, I don't really think. I wasn't really thinking so much that, sure. you know, it should be, you know, sure. I, ideally in my, in my mind, it would be for an, a candidate would be degree, go to lodge, proficiency, go to lodge, degree, go to lodge, you know, it, because the thing is that some lodges only meet once a month. They will not do more than that. And at least up here in BC, you have every year you have at least your elections, your insulation your district deputy official visit. So if you only meet 10 months of the year, there's three three meetings already down. 
So, you know, it's rushing, rushing them through, you know, isn't necessary when that you can already space things apart. That's, you know, it's interesting. I can't read my notes here, but this is that Mason, I was just talking with talking about, I had some one-on-one conversations with some of our new Masons that are going, hopefully going to be coming part of the team, whether that's an officer or education or degrees or whatever. And I had some one-on-one and he was describing almost exactly what we're talking about in that he said that we need to set the expectation of the process for the degrees, eliminate the black hole because he would, he, he got in, he did his petition and then it was this kind of black hole. He didn't know what was going on. And then all of a sudden right. somebody called and said, Hey, are you ready next Monday? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, you, congratulations. Well, you see, and, then, we, and then in between the same thing, it was kind of like, Hey, what's next? You know, <clears throat> Oh, I don't really know what, you know, they don't know what's next. So they should have a framework. So one of next. the things that we did when we, we put it, we tried putting in a framework and we figured, okay, your, your average guy, let's give him three months to do the memory work. Right. And, um, during that time we'll have him, uh, you know, there'll be another meeting he can come to, uh, we can go visit another lodge. Right. And, um, if there's any social activities, right. Um, but three months we put that, it's amazing. You put that expectation out there, how many guys couldn't or wouldn't meet that three month period. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah, and and it really threw it off. So that's how we've come to now doing it at the so, pace of the candidate. So I'm curious about that. Within a year, we might <clears throat> kind of be bumping up against the end of our time slot here. That maybe maybe we're going to do a part A and part B on this one, <laughs> in this section. But so and and because one of my questions that I have written down here that we haven't even got to is the inquiry process and the speed of inquiry preceding speed of degrees which I think is kind of part of the degrees. I mean, inquiry is kind of a degree zero, right? If you want to call it that. So I'm curious to know, Steve, I know we stole the six degree, six, six degrees, six degrees separation. Yeah, all right. Uh, the the, the <laughs> six, six steps, steps process <laughs> yeah. kind of stole that from BC. And so, you know, every lodge may or may not be using some version of it down here, hopefully. And so if, if they went through a six steps process of some kind, and we're able to do those six, those processes, which are includes of pseudo proficiency, a pseudo question and answer and socialization and memory work and other, you know, agreeing to various things. If they've gone through that six steps process, they understand how to advance. How do they get their first degree and then not know how to advance or second degree and not know, how, especially well, or third? Well, it's not, it's not that they don't know how to advance, but you know, if you've done the ancient work, that's the prove up is not no no small task, right? And for a lot of guys, it's very overwhelming. There's a lot of guys who who will actually try to find that out and join that funny Canadian work just because it's a shorter process. Uh, like the 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 proficiency in the Canadian work is a fraction, maybe one fifth of what it is in the ancient work, right? And so um, that can be a little uh, intimidating for a lot of guys. Um, and so, I don't know, we, we, we managed to get most of the ones through that, that want to be here. They find their way through. Um, and our coaches are, do stay on top of them in order to try and get them through in a timely manner. 
Um, and, you know, any that haven't progressed within their year, um, they really, they, they, they tend to be the ones that fall off the uh, books, right? Because they're not participating anyways, right? Um, but, it, it, you know, for the most part, everybody seems to get through within their first year. Um, some do two degrees in their first year, right? But we're stuck working around work schedules and life schedules too, right? And depending on their job, whether they're shift work or not, trying to get those schedules to line up with a degree of a night that we can do a degree, right? Yeah, there's definitely a definitely a lot of factors afloat here. And actually, uh, something I, I figured out something else cynical, so I'm going to throw this grenade and then and then call the episode over. But I think one of the other reasons, Jared, you were asking the uh, why um, why it came to be this way that we were we were putting people through so quickly. And I think one of the reasons might be that we're not doing anything else to keep these guys engaged. All, all some lodges have to offer these guys is the degree work because there's not enough, whatever, social, charity, learn, education, whatever other aspects to the lodge. And so if all you can do is give them degrees, then you give them degrees. But that's my, my cynical side coming out <laughs> uh, for this yeah. conversation. Um, so, but ha having thusly uh, thrown out the downer there, I, I, we're running out of time here, so I will wrap it up and uh, say this is the end of our con part one of our conversation on the speed of masonry. And on behalf of uh, David and Jared and Stephen and myself, I want to thank you all for listening to our humble show and look forward to talking to you again. Goodbye. <laughs>